0: Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Advent Life Training Center, and welcome to our Daily Communion Meditation, where today we're talking about doubt and unbelief. Unbelief and doubt. Two big topics that are in the Bible. For example, we see the people of Israel did not enter into the Promised Land because of their unbelief. So we're going to be talking about, just a little bit today, about the difference between unbelief and doubt, and replacing that, hopefully, with belief and confidence. And we're going to be taking communion over that today. But let's get started with prayer, and then we'll go through our filters for today and get into our time of communion. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening, their families, their friends, everybody connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. I thank you that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you called us. And the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us. And the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ
1: And to make your face
0: shine upon us, let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive everything you've given us in Christ. And to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. And help us make the most of those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So let's go through our filters for today. These filters are short things that I write at the top of my journal every night as a way to help me stay in rhythm with God, to stay in sync with His timing and the rhythm. In the Old Testament, the temple had a rhythm, and our bodies now are God's temple. That rhythm was there was things that we're supposed to be done every day, every week, every month, and now the yearly cycle of feasts. And just by getting in rhythm with God helps us to stay in sync and in step with him, helps us to filter our decision-making. And so I like to start with the big-picture vision. For me personally, that's Abundant Life Training Centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. Our program, The Abundant Life Blueprint, started about 10 years ago, when Proverbs 13.22 inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teaching for every area of life. It says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. So I want to make manuals for areas like purpose and health and family and finances, order, time, and community. But when I got started, I had no clue where to start, so I began to seek after God. I began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. My relationship with him began to grow. He began to teach me. He began to train me. He taught me this whole new way to live. Where we make him the center. We make him the source of everything. We learn how to rest and trust in him. We learn how to walk in the light, to walk in his ways. And when we walk in the light, we have fellowship with God, fellowship with one another. We're walking in faith
1: and love and humility and thankfulness, forgiveness. Now it wasn't always easy learning a new way to live. I Man had to let go of some old ways, learn how to walk out this new
0: way of living. Went through some struggles at times. Some learning lessons. And I began to, to document what God was taking me through and the things that He was teaching me. And it turned into a series of books and courses and blueprints and partners now that we have, called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And the vision is to build abundant life training centers all over the world that are implementing these blueprints thriving communities of people working together, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And this year in 2022, our focus has been on the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, God told the people he was gonna give them the best and most beautiful land in the entire world as their inheritance. And that's symbolic for us of this rich inheritance that we have in Christ. The promised land, all these promises that God has for us in Christ. And as we work our way into believing and confidence versus unbelief and doubt, we have to have belief and confidence in those promises. And this year, God's been teaching us to possess that land, to possess those promises, and to hold fast to them, to keep them by filling up the basket of praise. We've talked about the example of two baskets on a balancing scale. On one side, you got a basket full of all the issues and problems that we face. We could fill that basket up with venting and complaining and pouting and worry and stress and toiling away in our mind. Or we can cast those problems into that basket, shut it closed and leave them there. And we can turn around and we can start filling up the basket of praise. Praising God for who he is. He's our healer. He's our provider. He's more than enough. He's the God of all peace, the God of all hope, the God of all joy, the God of all comfort. He's our righteousness and our sanctification and our holiness. Start filling up that basket of praise for who he is. We can fill up that basket of praise for what he's promised us in Christ. All he's done for us in Christ and what he's done for us personally in our lives. And as we fill up that basket of praise, it helps us to possess those promises, to walk in them, to see them showing up in our life. And then this month, our message has been understanding the times. In 1 Chronicles 12, it says the people of Issachar understood the times. They had understanding of the times. And because of that, they knew what to do. They knew the best course of action for Israel to take. And it's a principle we teach in our program, is that understanding leads to knowledge. Our understanding, when we understand things, it leads to knowing what to do. And the most important thing for us to understand is God's grace. Colossians 1.6 says the gospel bears fruit in our lives. Ever since the day we understood God's grace, that he's given us this new covenant of grace. He's working continually for our good. Even when we feel like we've missed it, we've fallen short. We feel like in our own minds that God wants to withdraw from us. He wants to not speak to us. He's angry with us. But he just keeps doing good for us all the time. And it's his gentleness. It's his grace that transforms our hearts, that makes us want to do the right things. And having that understanding And then this week, we've been focused on new beginnings. As we go around the yearly cycle, think of the yearly cycle as a circle of a year or a 360-degree view of who God is and all that he's done for us in Christ, different times of the year. Just give us different reminders, little nudges back in the right direction. And we just finished the yearly cycle. We just started back on the yearly cycle brand new here in October of 2022 we got a new beginning, a reminder of a new beginning. And one of the important things for us to to be thinking about in this time of new beginnings, just the very basics of walking by faith. The very basics of walking by faith. Let's talk about unbelief and doubt for just a little bit. I think of belief as the conclusions that we've come to in our heart. We've evaluated all the possibilities, we've seen everything coming at us, and we've made a decision, we've made a conclusion about what we're going to believe at the heart level. Now, we can see God's promises. He's promised to supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory. We've been healed by the stripes of Jesus. He renews our youth like the eagles. He's our healer, he's our provider, he's more than enough. He's the God of all grace. We could see these promises, but we could choose not to believe them. He gives us the free will. He gives us the choice. We could come to the conclusion in our heart that that's of the devil. That's not for today. That's not true. Look at all these people that are suffering in the world. We could come to those conclusions. Just like the people of Israel did. God gave them the promised land, but they saw the evil report that there were giants in the land. They couldn't take the land. The report was they couldn't take the land because they were not capable And they began to get into unbelief, where they came to the conclusion in our heart that God's not going to do what he promised. And they had a heart of unbelief. So our first question, I believe, is we have to have that underlying belief. For us to take this beautiful land, this beautiful land, the promised land, we have to be functioning in belief. We have to believe God's promises to take him at, at his word we got to get in belief. And something we teach in our program, in our our program, The Eighth State, our book and online course called The Eighth State, is that when we believe something in our heart, what we believe is going to set faith in motion. It's going to set either faith or fear in motion. It's going to put it in motion. When we truly believe something in our hearts, we come to a conclusion. It sets faith in motion because often we're indecisive. We don't know what we believe. We haven't come to a firm conclusion in our heart. When I think of this, I'm reminded of an example of Billy Graham. There was a time in Billy Graham's life, this is at the Billy Graham Museum, they talk about this. There was a time in Billy Graham's life when he was wrestling back and forth with this. He's seeing all these promises in the Bible of what God said and people are telling him, you can't believe those promises are true. Look at all the evidence in the world that we have to the contrary. You can't believe those promises are true. And he's wavering back and forth. He's undecided. Are these promises really true? Is God really going to keep his word about these things? It says he took his Bible out to a tree stump in the yard. He put his Bible out on the tree stump. He said, from this day on, I choose to believe that everything in that book is true. He came to a firm decision. He said, that was the day my life and my ministry changed forever. It sets things in motion. As soon as you come to a firm decision, it sets things in motion. Now you come to a, a decision of unbelief, it sets things in motion the wrong way. Come to a, a conclusion of believing God and come into that firm decision, it sets things in motion in the right way. So first step is to get into belief. To get out of unbelief and to get into belief. And I think we just do, we get to that place of just Belief through spending time in God's word. Just seeing his promises, seeing what he's promised us, seeing him fulfill in our lives. And then we got to deal with the doubt. First, we get into belief. We see those promises as true. And then as we start walking them out, they get tested. Like Peter walking on the water, the wind and the waves start blowing. Things start coming at you. And there's the tendency sometimes to get into fear, to get into doubt, to start wavering.
1: And where all the good stuff is, is first we've got to believe. And then we got to get past that place of the doubt.
0: We move to this place of confidence. Where all that doubt and unbelief is removed, we get to that place of confident faith. As so Heavenly Father, we are asking for your help today. I don't know that we can truly do this on our own without you. We're asking for your help to help us to remove any unbelief that we've got that shouldn't be there to help us to remove any doubt, any wavering that we've got that shouldn't be there.
1: Help us to walk in belief in you and in your promises, trusting in you, and to walk in confidence in you. Confidence in you. We're asking for your help with that.
0: And we thank you that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body
1: broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. God sent us Jesus. We'd all missed it. We'd all gone astray. And God laid upon him the sins and the iniquities of us all. And by his stripes we've been healed. He was crushed and destroyed by God, smitten by God,
0: so that we could be right and holy and perfect in his sight, all through his one sacrifice. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand. And he raised us up together with him and seated us together with him in heavenly places. He made us one with him. And communion is supposed to be a celebration of our unity with him, our oneness with him. Our union, communion, common
1: union. Time to remember that today. So, Father, I thank you for this bread. And all that you've
0: done for us in Christ, helping us to get into this place of belief in you and confidence
1: in you. Not confidence in ourselves, but confidence in you. We ask you to bless this bread in Jesus' name. Give you your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. It's the
0: forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into
1: the light. Into the kingdom of Jesus. And he's a great king. He makes his people great. His blood washes
0: us and cleanses us, gives us a fresh start in life today, a new beginning, fresh start today. We get to walk out this day today connected to God in partnership with him,
1: in a covenant relationship with him. So, Father, we thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have a juice, you can take a juice. All right, let's talk about some practical application in the area
0: of health and fitness. We like to do a lot of application in those areas because it's a great place to practice. So let's do this this week. Spend some time. You can Google it. You can search through your Bible. What has God promised you
1: about health, fitness, healing? What has he promised? What does he promise? What has he said about that? Go
0: search it out for yourself. Get your eyes on those scriptures. Get those scriptures in your ears. And let's make a decision to believe that they're true. And then let's start moving forward. Let's start working on getting rid of that doubt. When things look contrary to that, start working on getting rid of that doubt. Just keep praising him, filling up that basket of praise. Keep magnifying him in the face
1: of circumstances that seem contrary. Let's start practice walking this out. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.